Dad Souls is a podcast that discusses mature themes and may contain some adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Dad Souls, a podcast about parenting and pop culture from a dad's perspective. I'm Drew. I'm Trevor. And we are Dad Souls. Dad Souls. <laughs> Did we just do that? Did we just do that? No, Trevor, there was a big delay. It's See, on my end, it sounded exactly at the same time. Nah, dude. It was a two-second delay. But Josh is out tonight sick. Um, and we... If we had to reschedule, we'd probably miss this week's episode. So we're going to probably do a shorter episode since we're our trio's down to two. But get well soon. The sicknesses are going around. Yeah. Josh, Josh, hopefully we'll be better soon. Yeah. And uh, next, I mean, hope you get better soon, Josh. By the time you hear this, you will be better, I'm sure. But yes, feel better. We're sent. We're sending rays of sunlight. That's right. <laughs> Pretty so, easy. So, friend, any uh news? Yeah, we got some big news uh, recently. We're expecting another little one. Baby number so, baby number two for me, but that makes three kids in the house because of my stepdaughter. What so do you it's want? It's gonna to be a full full house. Are you gonna you, find you're out? Aware. Yeah, are you gonna find? Yeah, am I aware? You're gonna you're gonna find out the gender. You're gonna make it a surprise this time. We always want to know what it is. Like you know, we, we did. We like did I, too. I, I I feel like a lot there. It seems fun, but it, it's just not something I think I could do. I don't, I think Lori's the same way. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah at first had not wanted to know what we were having for our second baby till we found out we had twins, and then we were like, we have to know because we have to figure a lot. We have a lot more logistical shit to figure out now. Doubles doubles the the work for one specific uh, thing, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's it's nice to know too because there's a lot of things that we have so close. Um, yeah. At, ha- at hand still because of Arbor. So like, it's it would be nice to know like, oh well, if it was a boy, which Lori obviously she wants it to be a girl, which I don't really mind either way. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm not wanting like a, any. I, I kind of want it to be a girl also, but I don't we wanted, know. Once we found we were having twins, we wanted at least one girl. We didn't get one. And we're not going to get one. So, are you going to well, hang them up? Are you going to hang them up after this, friend? You done? Hang them up? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Well, you're going to so, get... Friend, I can't... I, I, I have to figure this... There's probably I another cannot, way. No, friend, but, I cannot... You know, I, I was looking into some other research. Enough. For the vasectomy, just do it. I'm doing scientific research to figure out how to do this without surgeries. Trevor, it's it's I'm a it's a twenty minute procedure. It's painless. I'm just saying, like, the, there's probably Indian medicines and all kinds of stuff that I can get into, and well, in, in about a year and a half, away. in a year and a half, when we're welcoming the news of your third child, <laughs> I won't say I told you so. I keep joking with uh, Lori. I better be quiet though, because like I keep saying like. How are the twins? Trevor, shut the fuck <laughs> up. Because that's that's what Sarah kept saying. She's like, it's twins. I'm like, please, Sarah. Like, all jokes aside, like we, that's we, funny. We have 
we have twins on both sides of our family very closely. Like See, my my grandma's a twin, identical twin. When when there's twins on the mother's side of the family, that's when you have to. That's the that's the flag because that's typically means they can drop two eggs, and that's genetic. Your mother's typically where that that would come from. But yeah. I I always looked at it as like, well, if it was both of us, that's even. That seems like it would enhance it even more somehow. Well, you just like, better be careful. Be careful what you wish for, friend. Friend, like, that would just really... Complicate know, your whole it, fucking we, life. Make a sitcom, Full House. Really, oh, like, shit. it's like the new real life. Full House, real world or something. I'm telling you, like, twins don't... You never know how much twins disrupt everything until you actually have them. Like, it's a weird club to be in. Because not a lot of parents know what it's like. Like, you could have two babies, but it's not the same as having fucking twins. Because it's like, it's such weird circumstances that you have to just, like, fuck, this sucks, you know? There's two of them. There's two of them. Like, that's, sometimes you sit there and you look at them both and you're like, I can't believe they grew at the same time. Like, they were born the same time. You always see that shit when your kids, like, how weird would it be to be a twin? Or have twins. But you never think that's going to happen. And once you actually have them, you're like, this is fucking wild. Like, there were, I don't know their names or remember them too well, but there were twins like when we were in elementary school. And like, I don't remember what happened to them. It just seemed like such a unique thing as a kid, you know? Um, But Trevor, you don't realize it because we've met since we've had twins. We meet, it's just because we're putting ourselves like playgrounds and shit. We meet so many other twin moms and twin are twins. twins. Are there more twins? Like, uh, what are the statistics know. show? I don't but know. I mean, there's more is twins. Is it growing? Oh, I don't know about like current numbers, but just like our doctor was a twin, and like our nurse at the hospital was a twin. Wait, what? Oh my god. Yeah, like the doctor who delivered the twins was a twin, I believe, and she had twins. There's so many twins. Yeah, friend, you don't realize how many people actually have twins. Like, I know once you get above twin level, you get into, like, rarefied air. Like, there's not many people pumping triplets out. Don't even so, get started. Can you imagine if, like, we had some kind of crazy genome sequence just, or something? Just, like, we had, like, sextoplets or something? Trevor, I'm telling <sighs> you, all the more reason to get a vasectomy. Snip, snip, right. motherfucker. It's friend, not let me that tell bad. you right now, if there was triplets in it, if there was even triplets... I would seriously like. I don't. I would just have to to put a tent at work. Like I wouldn't even be able to come home. I would just have to work twenty four seven with headlamps on. Like, but Lori, Lori would already go insane. She would be in an asylum because like there's no way she could handle that many kids. No, dudes, and I didn't know this, but childcare. It's like impossible. Not even. I mean, like, possible to afford. Regardless of the affordability, getting your kid enrolled if you didn't enroll them before they were born is like fucking impossible. We've been trying to find sacrifice like a. You have to put their blood like on like a little glass plate and like send it to like these people. Nowhere's got availability. Like we looked everywhere. (laughs) I've talked to everybody here. Did you you book book him here when um right when he breathed his first gasp of air? When he was conceived. when he was conceived, you should have booked an appointment. Like, I got him on the wait list for a daycare that was really cool and affordable. And it started, the earliest he could probably start is September of this year. 
that's that's maybe if no, that's only if people drop everywhere's got such a huge wait list like there's you cannot get them in like i've called almost every daycare in the area and they all keep telling me september and i needed it i need it to be like tomorrow because he need like i want him to get socialized because it, the the worst part about this whole quarantine covid bullshit that we're all living in this weird hellscape that we just call normal now yeah like we don't think about how often like you don't go do things anymore like you don't go to the trip i told everybody this 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 regardless of whatever anybody thinks about it the outcome is always the same like this is going to create a a void in interpersonal communication like yeah it, it makes everybody want to be lazy like everybody wants like to just like you do what you do and you go home home yeah. is your haven like there's, there's like no like if you go out you're like breaking the law it feels like if you go out and have fun well it's almost like it's annoying you don't even want to deal with it sometimes like i like i'll, I'll just be like i just don't want to do it now i used to want to do it but like the fact it's like almost like things have just been kind of like changed because of the way everything is it's a depressing like vibe well, because there's just that little bit, I think everybody's got that undercurrent of paranoia. Like, you could be in the middle of having a good time, like, at the bar or whatever, but there's just that, like, that one guy fucking coughs too loud or something. You're like... You're just like... You kind of look at him, and it's like, wait. And you start thinking about it, you're like, I don't know any of these motherfuckers. It's like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, he could be... In, he could be around, like, a bazillion people all day, and he could have COVID... Like, it's just that weird paranoia that hangs over. Yeah. Like, even though you could be in the best mood and not even be thinking about it, but all it takes is that one, like, like or everybody's wearing masks, or it's that one thing, like, just that's out of place. And you're like, that's, that's, this that, is like a weird that's, dystopia. That's what I, I like to look at is just, like, I feel like peop- a lot of people get caught up in just the ideas of, like, this is the what this is what I believe about this or this is what I believe about this but like no one really thinks no one really thinks about like regardless of what what you think is the right course of action in any situation the outcomes are always still going to be a certain way so like the the mask you might not like wearing it you might enjoy wearing it regardless everyone's associating each other with these masks you feel like you're in this weird society like no one's ever talking about it you just do it but it's like sometimes i'll just look around and i'm just like this is so weird like yeah this is just so weird like i'll I'll just be in the store and i'm just like i like like i don't want to do this anymore like just stop just end like it's it's frustrating too because you there's so many things you want to do like concerts or like sporting events or even taking your kid to like a jungle rapids or a trampoline park, you, there's always that thought in the back of your mind. It's like, will it be fun to go do that? Is it worth getting COVID for? But that's what I'm saying. It's like I was like that, but I've noticed like it's like evolving oh, yeah. into a lot of a lot of people are now just saying like, I don't want to do anything. Yeah, I don't care. I'll stay like at home. I work and I come home and the kids and um. I think that's the thing too. Is like I think we have to start like i hate to say it but it's like i feel like i don't hate to say it but we almost have to try to like because covid doesn't seem like it's going anywhere at this point you know it doesn't seem like it's just going to go away 
The vaccine mm-hmm. didn't stop it. Time hasn't stopped it. Like it's just it's just gonna be another one of those things we have to deal with. They're gonna figure out how to get rid of it completely, or we're just gonna have to adapt to live with it and go back to trying to be as normal as possible. It's the same thing with the fucking flu. The flu is transmitted the same way. It's like it's it's just one of those things. I mean, yes, like I guess the harsh reality from just less of a humanitarian stance and more of like a biological one would be that this, despite it's like, you know, the consequences that have occurred from it and like the unfortunate circumstances surrounding everything that's happened, like what's after COVID, you know? You yeah, mean, what, the, what, 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 what happens when it, what, what, what happens when a virus like powerful one? just destroys us like all like it's almost just like every like millions dead in like a couple weeks and it's just like people are just like oh my god you know this is way worse than covid um this is like you know what happens then but it's like that things like that have happened before like it's just like i think everyone's afraid you're gonna end up as one of them like one of the statistics but like i think humanity will still carry on like i don't think well i mean it's happened before like you said like the fucking black plague like imagine living through that shit like that's yeah, like people apocalyptic horrifying shit i'm sure like if you and me were in some village and we saw everybody de- dropping dead we'd be like we're next you know like, we're gonna die too like yeah. like no no one probably thought they were gonna live through that they probably thought yeah. that that was the end of humanity like, when when is my time coming you know mm-hmm. it's not it's not a matter of like am i gonna make it it's when am i going to die that's what was, you know it's scary with covid but tuberculosis, like, uh, like, wasn't that a big one too? Yeah, well, all, you know, even like Spanish influenza, you know, yeah. like the, the last pandemic a hundred years ago, like. I mean, they were mass graves being dug. Yeah, like COVID. I mean, don't get it wrong. COVID is killing a lot of people. Yeah, it's, it's just not. It's not, it's not as deadly as not, those older diseases. I feel like it. You know, I I don't. I just wish that there was more. Just like peaceful discussion of like certain facts like that like because most of the time it it ends up like becoming it's like oh you're comparing it or um you're you're downplaying you're downplaying it but it's like oh you're hyping the numbers up like i'm not doing that at all like i'm just trying to say that like humanity will get through these things but the harsh reality at least from like that scientific like the real science the real stuff here would be that this is something that will happen and people are going to die yeah. Like it's unfortunate. Like it's sad, you know, like that but like that that will happen, but I don't think it's like okay, well I mean, I, I don't know. Like what what do you guys want to do? Like if you're if if the end game is like okay, we need to protect ourselves from things like this and things in the future, then are we going to start wearing our viro suits? I mean, like what's the end game here cuz like yeah. the mask thing is not working. I don't think it's working as well as everyone well, thinks. Well, let's let's be real too. Like the mask thing would probably work if everybody was on board. You know, it would definitely help, but because like it, it may help against this, but like, yeah. like I said, what about something that's just airborne, like way more microscopic? It's like well, we, eventually we need if, if you guys if we don't think that humanity can prevent anything that's radical in the future, like anything way worse then like, are we going to just like, do you trust humanity's ability to to no. evolve to the, the state to conquer yeah. everything coming? No, or do you think we should we should build things to like prevent like future occurrences like well, like suits or like some kind of like I, like people don't want to inject themselves with just like anything that like people 
you want to trust like who's coming up with this stuff, but like how do you know for sure who's making well, it, what's going on? You don't, but the thing is, like, and this is I got vaccinated, you know, mm-hmm. and my bit my motivating factor for that wasn't any type of like righteous morality or any of that bullshit. No. It's pure, it's purely not. it's purely selfish that if it helps me not get sick and die, I want to take it. And well, that, that's have, this vaccine. That's, yeah. that's this this vaccine too. But like I'm referring to like anything in the future, like where they say, you know, this this well, is what you need to take. Well, put your like, tinfoil put your tinfoil hat on for a second with me, and think about it like this: if this was some type of biohazard that was let loose from the bowels of some lab somewhere and it's a, it's a test run for some shit like light town in some foreign yeah, country but like, but like that's the thing is they literally you watch this thing spread across the whole world and it's been going around the world for two straight years and there's still people who are running around downplaying that it's, it's not a big deal and to you maybe it's not but to fucking jimmy whose grandma's dead or his Big mom deal. and dad are dead. You know how many like there's over a million COVID orphans in the United States. Yeah, you know, it's totally a big deal. That's it's, what I'm it's, saying. Like, it's not even just a big deal, like like physically, like affecting people. It's a big deal. Just everything you hear, you know, it's it's. So think think about if your life, like the the bubonic plague type shit. Right. Like you go out to the club and everybody's dead. Everyone's it's, dead. Yeah, like, like you go to the you go to this concert and you kill everyone there, because you had it. Like, I know that COVID's not the same, and I'm not pretending it is. But right. in the future, if there is some shit like that, if the there first, is something. That's the what I'm first saying. Couple like... waves is gonna knock out so many motherfuckers who don't just like. I know it's very like, and I hate it. I hate it because it sounds like I'm like, oh, you should listen to what Uncle Sam says. But like, typically, if the disease, I, I feel like the medical community for the most part is like we're going to look out for humanity as a whole, as opposed to like we have an agenda. I try to believe that about the medical community. I know it's probably not true to an extent, but I try to believe that that's, if they're going to, if the CDC is like, you should do this to try not to die. They probably don't want everybody to die. You know? So when you blatantly ignore everything, everything that you're the government that, you know, most people claim to love, you don't, listen to what they're telling you to do on covid and take the vaccine out of it just the basics wash your hands wear your mask don't go to large functions and you know whatever if you're not going to listen to that what's going to happen when some shit like this biological warfare or naturally occurring whatever does eventually come around again y'all are fucking all dead like we're gonna lose so many people because if the cdc says put on a mask and you say fuck you my freedoms well that's only going to get you so far when you're fucking dead. I think my concern, like as somebody who feels, I I feel like my stance would be like a mixed bag coming to some of those issues because on one hand, I can see the value in like trusting, you know, professionals who have like humanity's best intentions in mind. But on the other hand, I I feel like that there's, there's certain like events and like, um, I guess like people like kind of like promoting like things in such a fashion, like where it almost seems like it, it whether or not they're intending to all be untrustworthy. I think like there's some oh, people that don't, that don't really seem trustworthy and it's just, it's weird. Like to me, like it's a weird vibe. Cause it's like, you know, it's not everybody. 
It's right. just somebody in oh, the crowd. I like, I definitely agree with you for sure. Like, I'm not saying this whole thing has been like, oh, the CDC is right and you should listen to what they, the government says and be a yes man. But at the same time, like, there's certain things that I'm like, that makes logical sense to me, regardless I of. Like, I feel like we're, yeah. What agenda they're pushing. Like, that makes logical sense. So that's probably what I'm going to do. I feel like there's several agendas like being pushed like in a game of tug of war, but like yeah. what's 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 unique for people like us is because you and me are like nobodies, you know, we're just civilians like in this, and we we're going to do whatever we have to do, regardless of who's in charge. So if if you and me we don't like trust the same people or agree with the same people, what's what I think is interesting is like we're two humans like. They are going to take care of our families, like no matter what. Like so, even yeah. if even if somebody did push like some agenda, like you know what you're gonna do if like you don't trust like what's going on, like that. Yeah. I think that's what's scary is like you and me don't know what's coming. We don't know who's gonna do what. We don't know like what sicknesses or what crazy hurricanes and things are gonna start. Like we don't know any of that. But like the all thing that people. The one thing that people I think forget is we all share that same common denominator, and it's like. Yeah. You know, we're trying to to take care of what we love. You know, it's like well, we, we lose sight of it. And we're just like, I hate you. You know, like well, that's the you, shitty thing is we're all on the same team here. Like, regardless of what issues you do and don't agree on, and what agenda you want to push, like all of us, all of us down here who are just looking out for ourselves and our families and you know our friends. That's all of us. That's not just the damn. If you want to politicize it. Republicans or Democrats, we're not. They shouldn't always be like out for blood for each other. Each other's throats. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be a give and take between the two, which is why it worked for so long. Because we'll give you this, but we'll con you have to concede this. And that's why it always worked. Like it doesn't yeah, there's work. Such a, it, it, there's doesn't such work a disparagence. Anymore. There's it such a disparagence work. now. It's just too. It's too far apart now. It's like yeah. We, if you guys want, like, and anybody knows when you have like two stretched thin like things it's like it's gonna both makes both weak ends the each each end each side is now weak whereas it'd be stronger you know here we're closer like to the middle i agree so it's like why in the world is it to me that's what i don't trust that, that there is there is something that's like trying that... to get, it's get away from the middle it's get away from the middle it's like either you go you go extreme this way pick a side i don't like that i don't like no. that at all like no no me neither but i think i think that's part of the that of all the things i think what's frustrating of all the things we're going to divide ourselves on it's some type of sickness that's like killing people like can we not have decided this about like literally anything else like Kid Rock is shitty music or something like that. You, you know what I mean? Like Smash Mouth is not the greatest band of all time. Why does it have to be like we're going to fight over fucking COVID and just drag this shit out as long as we can? Because it's frustrating. Oh, I'll bring this back around. It's frustrating as a parent to young kids. I feel like we've been robbed of a lot of that little kid. Like I haven't taken my kids to see Santa. You know, I haven't. We haven't had to have like. Magnus's second birthday was a virtual birthday party. Certain you know? events that you would you would have imagined to to happen in certain circumstances now are are kind of like this new. Yeah. You think about your childhood, and you can't help but compare 
the yeah, the, the kind of like free nature of it all and then compared to more like a enclosed very very restricted um, isolated yes like all of our kids are like i mean i know that's not everybody's kids because some people are going out and doing whatever and good for you i mean do your thing because I, I i'm beginning to feel at this point after being in this shit for two years that like i'm done like i'm not gonna go make stupid decisions like i'm not gonna go put myself at like a concert like pack shoulder to shoulder with a bunch of people but i'm not gonna not take my kids to the park we're not gonna not go outside and do live, stuff and live your life just a little bit you know like we have to because yeah. the only people are gonna suffer are our kids you know yeah. like they, that's what that's what's unique about this is like from from regardless like because i do think there's a lot of like weird i think there's a lot of science that's not really science like and and i think there's science that is science that's still there but it's like i think you're for the first time just like the politics of it all i think you're like people are seeing science from different political perspectives and it's just like wait a wait a second okay who's the real scientist like you guys are both saying this like it's the same thing so it's just like from a real scientific perspective like you would say like okay well look at the impact that this is going to have not just physically to people but like mentally these children are growing these children are growing from from baby to toddler to to four-year-olds five-year-olds they're learning they've learned they've adapted their whole communication skills and everything is through, through masks through being confined enclosed like at home um yes and so it's really they, weird you're not like that i'm not like that i don't know what it's going to be like for them you know I mean, like it, it, it worries me because they don't have the social and like by the time you and i went to kindergarten we've been to preschool we've been to daycare we've been to major functions and like birth oh we already gone to birthday parties and stuff from, from friends of the family and it's like we've all we had all done all that stuff and like birthday parties are scarce if they happen at all you know if you if you find somebody that you can actually hang out with them and their kids like you have to there's still always that caution of like well so like so and so has had contact with somebody at covid at school or you know at work or whatever like you still there's still that weird like what did we see them recently you have to like think about that kind of shit all the time it fucking sucks like i know people are trying to put covid in the rear view and i wish i wish it was possible I i feel like as a parent with younger kids it's just something we have to i know covid doesn't affect kids as bad as adults really but i still want my kids to catch it you know i I feel like i just feel like so you you guys you guys had yeah at least Mm -hmm. the first one of the first go rounds like did arbor ever catch it did you ever find out or you said ella had it right i'm assuming arbor had it but like both of them Ella, okay. Ella definitely had it because she tested positive. But both of them had had no symptoms. But that was that was in the beginning. Now supposedly kids are catching it, like in and around Ella's school and everything. It's just like I feel like yes, it's all it, it all can be scary, especially for the people who have actually lost pe- like people from it. Yeah. But like I am, I'm looking like ahead even further, and I'm yeah. worried about what I'm seeing. Well, I'm worried not just. I'm not worried about this today. I'm worried about like tomorrow. Like I'm worried about like way, way, way ahead. Five years down the road. Because I'm seeing there's there's so much animosity between people because of because of the differences of opinion than there ever has been. And people can say that's not true. You know, there were all these 
these riots and stuff back. It's like, no, 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 no. no. You're, you not, can, you're not seeing the bigger picture here. Like I'm talking it. about, you can feel the tension in the air. You can feel that people are at each other's throats. And it's just like, that's scary to me because that's now any type of stressful situation that comes in the future, whether it's, whether it's weather related or it's sickness related, anything that affects humanity, yeah. like in a powerful way, people won't join each other anymore. They're going to run separate ways. It's going to be like this, this other, instead of it, banding we're, together, we're going to be our own downfall, our pride. I think that's, yeah. that's what concerns me. Yeah, no, it's, like, definitely, it's definitely scary because it's like we have to teach our kids to be strong, like in regardless of like even in a time like I guess like where there's so many mixed opinions, like yep. there's there's got to be some way that we can kind of instill in them like, you know, you just have to do what you think is right. I feel like your gut is a powerful tool. Yeah, well, it's just it's just a weird it's a weird time we live in, in this country. Like we've seen a lot of shit and thir- mm-hmm. like we're, we're both 30, 32 or I'm about to be 32. You're 32. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've, we've seen some shit. Like, I mean, not just that, not that other generations haven't, cause they definitely have had to similar, if not worse experiences, but we've definitely seen some shit since we were kids. Like yeah. it feels like it's never stopped for us. <clears throat> it's one one thing after another. That's what's worrying yeah. is like, when does it come to a, does it stop or does it just get worse? Yeah. I and know. I've got these, these little people that I'm trying to mold into like good people. And I don't know where it's going to go. And like you said, the next five, 10 years, like, where are we? <clears throat> it's kind of oh. weird. It's a weird thing to think about. All right. Well, after that uplifting, uh, exchange, <laughs> Let's let's move into our parenting topic, and we we pulled a question, um, from Reddit, just because we were kind of up in the air about what we're going to talk about. But I'll just read the question. And it's a it's a common question I think people have discussed, but I don't think we've actually talked about it on here. But <clears throat> it says, "Parents of Reddit, what do you wish that non-parents would understand about parents parenting and kids?" And I think it's interesting because I know. Some of our friends listen to this. I don't know if they don't have kids or not, but just in general, parentless people, I feel like there's just stuff I didn't know are parentless, childless people. Um, I think it's interesting. Just the pers- like I know the perspective I had on being a parent and having children was totally different before I had kids. <clears throat> and a lot of it's like glamorized by TV and movies and just like your nostalgia for your childhood. Like how hard can it be? Or like, surely, you know, it's, you, you think about the, the picture, the movie moments and stuff. And it's like, all oh, these kids are like, kids are great. You know, can't wait. And I think, well, I, I definitely love my kids. I think that the reality of having kids is a lot different than the, romanticized view of let's have a baby really is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They try to paint, they, they, they portray it like a lot of times in this like carefully crafted image where it's just like, sometimes it's a lot messier, which it can be, it doesn't necessarily have to be messy in a negative way. It can be like a messy positive too, where you're just like, okay, 
regardless of whether it's a good feeling or a bad feeling that that can come from kids like it's never like as perfectly fine-tuned as like a scene from a movie or any like character that's created yeah well i i think too and i know i've expressed my frustration with my children many times on the podcast and i love my kids more than anything like more than anything but it's it's one of those stark realities of being a parent that there's so much that you have to just drop and give up that you don't realize like how I never realized how tired you could be from literally just dealing with little humans and the stuff that you just, you like lose that, like a big part of yourself. I think when you, with the day you bring your baby home from the hospital, like your whole schedule that you've been used to for however long is totally different now. There's no more like coming home and cracking a beer and sitting on the couch in your your work clothes and watching a TV show for 30 minutes then taking a shower and eating a frozen pizza and going to bed. Like it's a weird feeling like, you know, and it comes at a different time for every for every parent, I think. Especially um you know, dads don't have 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 exactly the same like time frame I think that this happens either, but a lot of times like especially with your first child like you you realize as a dad there's that moment when you 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 remember like what what did i used to do when i came home from work or like what and and yeah. i used to i started thinking like uh not too long ago actually it was just like every now and then i'll reminisce about some of these memories like i'll have of like where it where we were living either at like forest hills or yester oaks or something like that and i remember just thinking I didn't do anything. No, like I didn't we, do anything. We went to and it was work. Like, we I had to carefree. It was just like everything. We we had so much free time. Like I remember days where it was just so like empty of just. It's a blur. Like it's such a blur. <laughs> and, and 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 I'm just thinking like now. I I lose track of the time because yeah. none of it's mine. None of it's mine. No, like, none, none of it's mine. So like I, I realize it's like, okay, I'll get to the end of the day and it's like it's time for me to sleep. And like I things that I, I was like, even if I have a moment where I'm just like, okay, everyone's sleeping and I'm awake. I'm tired. Yeah. For the first yeah. time, I'm actually like, I'm not that person that I used to be where I could just be like, I'm going to stay up because it's my time. It's everything's I'm gonna, me. I'm going to push through this. Like, yeah. You have I'm to just, just like exhausted. Yeah. It's like it's ten forty five. I'm going to bed. Like, <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> you know what's coming. You know what's coming in the morning, like because that's what you do. And it's like that's it's it's not. It sounds like depressing, but it's just like no. It's it's not. No, it's, it's not. It's just, it's just reality. A new, it's a new phase in your life where things are now going to evolve like in these different periods, like as a parent yeah. and for people that aren't parents, it's like, it's hard to ex explain because every, you, you always heard that too, before you were parents, like you, you'll know when you have one. So you, and you're just like, yeah, whatever, you know, I'm sure everybody that's listening to this would be just like, yeah, sure. I've heard it all. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. I said the same thing, but like now I'm a parent and I can tell you, I promise it's different once you have one, like you're just going to be like, uh, okay. I, I get this down, got it down perfect. I'm a, I'm a master of this, and it's just like okay, they're changing it up. It's fine. I got this. 
change, 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 change. It's like changing all the time, and then like all of a sudden they're like a little adult almost. Yeah. And then you're just you're just like, well, okay, well, do this, do that, and it's like almost like you can just like command them for things like too, like, and and then it's like they actually start to like get smart with you and everything. Yeah. It's 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 crazy because you're watching them just like change into like versions that you've helped sculpt. So like, um. I can imagine like how it's only going to get the the areas where it was difficult are now gone and then like they're replaced with new difficulties and yeah and it's gonna be that way, friend, forever. for long, no, for long, ev- forever, long time, forever until that's, we're gone. I think I think that's something that people without kids fail to understand too, or even if they get it, we still get blamed as parents, but like. When your kid, your kid has control, control of their own emotions. They're people, like mm-hmm. they're not just kids. They're not babies. They're not accessories. They're humans, and they have their own emotions, their own feelings, and their ways of expressing those emotions. And at the age, especially when they're small, when kids are the most annoying, them people say when they're like two to four or five, where they have they have no, they have no logical sense. So if they want to scream, they're just going to scream. It doesn't matter if you're in target or if you're at home or if you're at church or if you're at wherever you're at, if they want to scream, they're just going to do it period. And you, there's always that like stigma of you need to control your kid. I, I will tell you, and I'm sure you can attest to it. You don't control them. They do what they want. You just have to manipulate the situation and know how to counter their attacks. Basically. If he screams, you need to have the backup. Like, well, here, take this, and then they stop. You need to be prepared. As like, you can't just go into battle with no equipment. Like, you have to have like a toy, some food, some water. The canvas. They're painting the picture. Yeah. They they're like you provided the tools for them to to do whatever they're that is that they're going to do. They're going to be the creators. You're just you just provide. You're the production. There's, you know what I'm saying? Like a, yeah. There's an ascending scale of losing control of your toddler in public okay the how i what how i look at it you know so like you start with like the squirmies where they're like getting uncomfortable in their seat and like you can tell that they want to get up and move around you're like i gotta finish shopping like you start you pick up your pace a little bit because you see they're starting to get irritated and then there's the verbal like warnings they start giving you like daddy i want to get up i want to walk i want to get up let me move. I want to go. I want to get the cart. I want to ride on the front. And then there's like the annoyance part where they're like, I'm ready to go. I want to leave. Like, let's go. Let's go. I'm done. I want to go home. I want to play. Like, cause you have to keep reeling them in once they get, once they get out of that seat. I don't know if Barbara gets out of the seat yet in the store. Yeah. I mean, he, he, he keeps climbing out like on everything and like, yeah, dude, the dude, climbing, he, the climbing. He's calm now. Like he sucks. Like, I I've gotten him into a few things, and I I know I'm probably responsible for a lot of this, but like, um, Lori would have him watching a lot more innocent, sweet shows, but like I'm always like sneaking all these like hostile shows on, like, and like you can't do that, Trevor. King Kong and like Godzilla, he's really into them right now, and he's he's his favorite thing to do is like standing on the table here, like the the kitchen or not the kitchen table, the the uh, living room table, and he's. He'll just stomp on it and like beat his chest. Like Kong, and be, and be like, oh, he does that. <laughs> and um, he he likes to like body slam you and like 
it's just it, i think it's fun you know like but like i i can realize how like the problem is like that he i'm wanting him to do it like and, and just realize okay it's time to be that's just, normal that's so, just, no it's like that's he, he doesn't want to do, is now yeah now he's wanting to just do that like a lot yes it sucks and it takes a couple of like weeks for that to wear off or months, you know, depending on if they hang on to it or not for a long time. And so, yeah, after you hit that stage three of them, like being ready to go, that's when you start getting into the, you can't fix this toddler in the store where they start their tantrum. Like, and during that whole thing, during that four step escalation, the first thing you do, you break out a snack or a toy. One or the other, like here, play with this, or here, eat this, and you hand them like a cheese cracker or something, or a squeak toy or something to play with for a minute. That'll hold their attention. That'll like bring the meter down just a little bit, so you have a little bit more time to rush through those aisles and get your shit. But then you like you can tell like when they get bored with the toy, they just like toss it down or something, you have to pick it up off the ground, and then you're like, oh, can't get that back. It's been on the floor of the store because they're gonna put it in their mouth. I gotta put it in the bag. And then, so that toy's done. Its usefulness is gone. It's contaminated. It's dirty. And then you try the food, and then they, you, you see they don't want the food. They start throwing the food. You know? They, okay. I'm running out of options here. You give them their water. They don't want the water. They don't want to talk to you. They don't want to... They're not interested. They're just fucking done. You know? Like, you you feel that tension, that anxiety building. Like, oh, God. Like, you know the meltdown's coming. You can either finish shopping or just give up and go. You know? It's like I think I don't the know. worst times are, you know, a lot of some. This is like the, the thing that's unique too is that they're, it's like the weather, you know. And for me, coming home from work is, well, it's 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 a wild card, like for so sometimes I'm walking into a pleasant situation. I'm walking yeah. into Arbor's like dad, dad, you know, and Ella's like hey, dad, and I'm like. We're having pizza, you know. We're watching a movie. It's it's fine. Everything's great. And sometimes I come home, and I'm hit with this wave of just dark energy from like everyone. <laughs> like, like I, I'm just like, I don't you know want you're... to be home anymore. Like I wanted yeah. to be. I should have waited a while. Like because now I'm feeling, Harbor will be hostile to me. Like, like right away. Like it's like he's just in one of those moods. I can tell. Like he doesn't even want anything to do with me. Like right now. Can't stand and like, like that. And I'm just like, you know, like in those moments, you don't really know what to do because, well, you know, at that point, Lori's like, I'm done. You're taking him. And I'm just like, yeah, I definitely want to take him now. He doesn't want anything <laughs> to do with me. I hate those feelings too. Like, or I think that's the worst when it happens. It, or it gets to the point too, where like, you know, you're, you're, because you have days where your partner isn't feeling it. Because you can't be 100% mom and dad all the time every day like you 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 do it as long as you can to hit that burnout point and then you have to take a your partner or you will have that day where like i can't do this today like you're very lazy in your parenting that that day when you have to take over when it's like a bad takeover point yeah like i i'm fine i want to help but like no of course I'm i'm realizing that like the that checkpoint that we hit where it's supposed to switch he's not ready for it or something no, they, like, well, they, they're just, especially at, like, round two, mm-hmm. you know, how old is he now, like, two and a half? He's, he's like... He's almost he three, turn, right? He he'll turns three two in, in August. He'll oh, be so three in, in August. He'll be three in August, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's, they're at that point where they're starting to prefer, like, they always do it. They go back and forth on what parent they prefer. 
Mm-hmm. If it's you or if it's your wife. It's definitely, um, mom's definitely around more because of, um, you have to go to me work. working. Yeah. yeah. But like, I work yeah, from he does, I cherish the moments where he comes, he wants me yeah. around. But like, well, the days where I come home and he's just hostile to me, like, I'm just like, I know what this is, like, but it's just annoying because it's like, it takes yeah. him. He'll eventually warm up to me, but it's almost like this weird thing. I think a lot of toddlers do it. They do. And even when I, I work from home and even when I'm here all day with them. So there's some days where they just prefer Sarah over me. that They just want mm-hmm. nothing to do with me. And it's it's the worst at like when you're at a point of like the, like last night, Killian. We had a busy day yesterday. I, I forgot to eat yesterday. We were just busy yesterday. And I, it was like 1030. I, I poured a bowl of Fruity Pebbles, the last bowl we had. Like I threw the box away. I sat down to eat it and Killian woke up at 1030 at night. And I, Sarah had just gotten in the bathtub. She's going to take a bath and I was going to go to eat cereal and go to bed. And so I put my cereal down and go out there and I, I get him up, change him, console him for a while. And they're at, They've started climbing out of their cribs. I told you that I think last time. And we're about to change them into toddler. We've had a lot of stuff going on in the evenings. And we've been busy doing stuff. So we have put off taking their cribs down to toddler beds for a week or so. Until we're ready to be able to stay up all night with them. Because we know they're going to be up all night probably. So they're in cribs. Um, And, you know, I'll go in there. And I have to just stand in there until they fall asleep because they can climb out. So I'm standing there. I told Sarah to take her bath. I was like, don't your bath's run. Just go take your bath. I'll stand in here with him. So I st- I've stood there for an hour and he's not calming down. Like he's not going to bed. He's just laying there rolling around because he didn't want me there. He wanted Sarah. So even when he'd get comfortable, as soon as he'd be about to fall asleep, he'd check and see it was me and be like, nah, I want mommy. So he'd pitch a fit and then I'd calm him back down. So I, I text Sarah at like 1145 because I'd been up early. I got up like 530 that morning with them. I was tired. I was like, Sarah, I can't do this any longer. Like, I need to switch out with you. So she came in there at 1145. I went to the room and ate the soggiest bowl of Fruity Pebbles I've ever. It was like sludge. I, 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 I forced it down. And then I went to bed. And Sarah came to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning. Before she got him back to bed. Oh my God. I think that's the thing people don't realize about a lot of parents too is, you know, you see us out in public, we look put together, maybe, or we don't look put together because we don't give a fuck anymore. And you don't realize that, well, and I, this is not, I don't want people to take this as shitting on childless people. It's not. But I never thought about seeing a, a parent in the store and realizing they slept for like three hours last night. And they probably haven't eaten today. Yeah, I know. Because they just forgot about it. You just forget. You forget to do it. And you, you sit down at night after the kids are asleep and your stomach goes like, blah, 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 and like, oh my God, I'm starving. Start to take less care of yourself. Yeah. And I think I think that's something that is not talked about enough. Mm-hmm. Like well, your, your instinct is to devote more. Yeah, you know, most most parents' instinct. I mean, not not every parent, I, I think, gets this this way. But you know, I I feel like it's it's just in the your common nature to to want to like 
do more for like your your kids than even yourself mm-hmm. so you kind of it sometimes can take over and i think that's where you have to like kind of ground yourself again you kind of have to like be like okay this what i'm doing is important but i'm i'm letting the stress get to me on on trying to i think it's just like a spiral i think like yeah you you start off with just like neglecting a thing like i'm not going to take a shower right the second i'll take one tonight and then you, mm-hmm. you, you or you don't or you you skip them you skip lunch because well the kids are busy i don't have time to sit down i'm not going to eat right now i'll eat later it's not a big yeah. deal you just put something off and like all of a sudden you realize like oh shit it's 10 o'clock and i didn't eat anything today except like a chicken nugget off one of the kids plates in passing and then you catch yourself in like those letting like i i do it a lot especially with like my shaving because i'm not really in a front-facing job right now i don't go out in the field very often but if i have to obviously i clean up but there's sometimes like especially on the holidays where there was not a whole lot going on i was scruffy like i mean i already have a big beard but even now i mean you can see it's sticking out because i don't i haven't i haven't dealt with it this evening but it's all puffed out and like kind of scraggly looking because it's just been one of those like the last few days have been very trying here <laughs> it's, it's been kind of rough here <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like it's just been it's been hard at work and then like lori's been very tired yeah which like i know why and she's been very, no- been very nauseous very tired Morning sickness is not even a thing. It's just, just straight up day. sickness. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's not morning sickness. Was she like that not, with Arbor? Not, she was for a time, but this just seems different. Mm. This seems like um, she's just like done. You know, she's just trying to go lay down or like you know. And yeah. It's just it's making it kind of difficult because like not that it's her fault. It's just like it's it's just ha- it happens to be a rough patch because like everything's just kind of. Well, you got all the work there's stress. Toys right? everywhere, you know. Like there, there's yeah. just tr- not trash everywhere. It's, no, but, it's... The, but that's, it happens. Like you let you the house is the first thing to go when shit starts getting hectic because you have to take care of your kids. You have to take care of yourself, and you know you maintain the cleanliness. Like you get your dishes done, your trash out, and if there's blocks in the floor, who gives a fuck? I'll fix them tomorrow, maybe. You know, or like it, I know, like sometimes we get like especially because we have three toddlers you know it's like it's fucking crazy here it's like a madhouse here <laughs> and they'll just the most infuriating thing for me and i know it's not a big deal but like we have these castle blocks just wooden blocks like 250 of them and they'll grab the box and just dump it and not even play with them they just dump it and they keep moving and i'm like really we had to do that we had to dump those. We're not even going to play with them. We're not going to build a castle. He'll come back and play with them. But the, the funny thing is, like, he'll just, like, we have, like, toy bins. And he yeah, just, like, do. he just dumps them all out. And then, like, he'll move on to the other one and then dump it all out. It's like now there's these piles of toys. And, like, he might grab a few of them. It's like he only, he grabbed, like, one or two of them. It's, it's like, well, you can't carry all of them. Yeah. But now there's just this huge pile. It's like, right now. There's a pile right here, but I'm not cleaning it up tonight. No, fuck that. Like, like it's gonna get poured out tomorrow. It's just like there's certain things like you, you kind of just like, but sacrifice. But, but like, there are t- but yeah. if you're on if you're not in one of your little if you're not in a spiral, 
the best thing to do is just to pick it up. Like we've been, Sarah and I have really been trying to not get stuck in a funk with the, with the kids. And especially with wintertime is hard because you're stuck inside already. COVID aside, you're already stuck inside a lot more because it's cold and wet. Like there's not a whole lot you can do outside with a two year old when it's freezing out and it's wet. So you're just stuck inside and we're really just trying to like be mindful, be calm. When the kids are done playing with something, even if the whole house is a mess, when they go down for their nap, we try to clean it up and reset. Even though it takes like the little bit of free time we get from the from all of them, because we still hang out with Magnus, but you know, the little bit of free time we would get to go sit down and watch a show, or you know, if I have work to do, I'll sit down and do some work or whatever. Like that little bit of time we have is gone or half of it's gone by just taking that time to literally pick up all the toys they've drug out. Cause you only have what, like two hour nap at this point, maybe if you're lucky. So you clean up everything and you try to get one chore done. That's kind of what we try to do. Like I'll go do the dishes. So we'll clean what's, up the toys together. I'll do the dishes or whatever. What's nuts though, is that you're like some of the chores you'll pick to do is like, really there's like four or five more chores behind it that need done. Yeah. Like that are attribute that, that are affiliated with the same thing. Like say, say your floor is just covering toys. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, obviously you need to pick the toys up, but you also need to vacuum. Well, first you need to dust first. You need to dust and then you need to vacuum and then you need to, to spray down and wipe down. No one does any of this stuff anymore. Cause that's, that's an early parent or that's a parent of a younger child because yeah, you you neglect it for so long because there's, there's you, do you realize like what you'd have to do? I mean think like, think think of your situation tomorrow morning. Think yeah. of the moment when it's like everyone's eating breakfast and they're they're ready to play or do whatever. It's like are you going to t- tell them like okay everybody, hang on because I'm gonna pick up all the toys and then I'm gonna vacuum and then I'm gonna dust and then I'm gonna clean and everyone's just gonna sit around like angels and wait for you to finish. It'll never happen. <laughs> it's never gonna It'll happen. Like never happen. And you like, and you're not gonna do all that when they're napping. I mean, like, there or, are, like you know, there are sometimes like and Sarah's Sarah's really good about it actually. Like she will just bulldog her way into their playground, their little playtime when they're playing, and she'll vacuum the hell out of the floor. Like she'll just she's done that before. In. But like I guess like I just look around. I'm I'm looking around. There's there's just so many like areas. It's not even just like. Like the living room's one thing, but it's like the kitchen needs cleaning, the yeah. the bathrooms need cleaning, the the bedrooms need cleaning, and it's like the I mean, outside of the house needs cleaning. Like there's things that, that I even have to do, just specifically. Yeah, um, I think the kitchen is one of the worst offenders for being dirty, because meal times are so high stress, especially here with three toddlers. Like dinner is the worst because dinner, I mean, literally. If if the kids go to bed and I, it's not super late, I'll go out there and take care of the dishes. But there's sometimes where I'm like, fuck that shit. I'll catch it in the morning when I do my morning dishes load. Everything gets put, to, put away and rinsed out at the minimum. But I'm not going to sit there and clang those pans around and do all this shit as soon as I get them to bed. You know, it's like, some nights I will, but some, some nights I don't. And we have a rule that shit can get cluttery we can have toys out on the floor and it can be like a ridiculous little spot but we're not gonna have food 
or nasty stuff around. We're not, our house is not going to be disgusting. Like it could be covered up with all kinds of cluttery toy BS, but it's not going to be trash or food. Like there are like laundry and dishes are done every single day. For the most part. Yeah. Well, but you, but you have to keep on it. Like dishes are never really an issue here, but the, the laundry uh, have, is something we get behind on. Holy cow. Yeah, Holy we're, we're, cow. Have, have you ever seen, have you seen how bad laundry can get if, yeah. if it's at its worst? I think that's the parent, another parent thing is like a whole topic in itself can be laundry <laughs> because people there's there dishes are one thing, but you only have for some reason to me, I, I've always found it unusual now thinking about it because like you eat a lot more than you wear clothes. You think. But it's like for some reason it's just so much harder to do those darn clothes. Like the the clothes are I guess even they'll be clean, but they're not folded. So when they're not folded before you wash more, now you have another bat big batch of unfolded clean laundry and you're wearing dirty ones and then the dirty ones are piling up and then it's like, Okay, well you need to put the dirty ones in a basket, but the basket's full of clean ones and then you dump them all out and there's just then you'll have some like on the bed you're ready to fold. And like sometimes you'll move them from the bed to like a chair to sit there for a minute. Yo, it, laundry can get crazy. No, laundry is like right now, Sarah and I have two baskets and a chair full to fold in here. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not going to get to it tonight. I mean, we have to do the podcast by the time we're done with this. It'll be too late. And I'm going to sit on my butt for an hour before I go to bed. Like, I would go out on a limb and say laundry is much more commonly neglected than dishes. Yeah, like it takes all of our all of your strength see and it's not that it's not that it's that bad either i think this goes back to talking about like sacrificing your free time like all of you is given to your kids for the most part so when you finally have those times where you can go back to being trevor or drew in your room at night when the kids are asleep and you can turn on your playstation without worrying about the kids for the most part or turn on a movie or sit in bed with your wife and just chill out for a minute Mm-hmm. Like, the last thing you guys want to fucking do is touch those fucking clothes. Yeah, like, and not not to mention just even after this episode, I'm going to be alone. The only person in. The- Hang on, let me just say this. I know it's just for the uh, the podcast, and our our listeners can't see my giant dad mask. If, oh no, they will. If they're not familiar with the legend of Giant Dad and oh, or just yeah. the, the mask of the father, Dark Souls lore. I'm sorry to get off topic, but it's a, it's it's a unique item because it is called the mask of the father and us being dads and me finding out this recent news. I have to give a shout out to Another Face Studio in New Orleans, Louisiana. For the quality of this incredible mask. Like, it looks just like it. Well, we'll tag them in the description, too. Like, they have the mask of the child, too, but, friend, these are rare. Friend, these are rare. Like, they make, they make, like, one at a time and then sell out. Like, you you have to, you have to, like, like, one's available right now. Yeah. But like no no one's buying it. no one's looking this up like really like I swear it's just like a, 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 it's, I've been observing them for a while like there'll be one and then it's like it's gone but then 
I saw it come up again, available, one available, because they it takes them a while to make it. Yeah. Um. You say you could do like a quad pay. Yeah, Klarna is like a yeah a paying like, service where it splits your payments into installation or installments I, of. I love that shit. Oh that's yeah, made, me too. That's made stuff so Etsy, much more affordable. Lori got me onto Etsy, and like since it's then, like it's friend. it's very dangerous. So like I told I told you guys, I think we talked about it in the last episode. We were one of our New Year's resolutions was everyone was going to like really try to be more responsible with their casual spending on like collectibles or anything like fun, you know, like f- for us. And I and I'm going to. Honestly, I, I ordered this like two months ago. So but those quad pay things make it make that kind of stuff affordable. Absolutely. No, I, and I was going to say that it's like even if even in those situations where like, man, I want to treat myself to something that's like that's just a little bit more expensive. The, those payment plans like that, it makes it to where it's just like, okay, well, this is a smarter way for me to buy this because yeah. like now, now it's like it's doable because I'm going to have this time to work. I have four weeks now, you know, or to even, work. Even- even like for gifts for your wife, like Valentine's Day is coming up. Like you could look at it, like it'd be hard for me to go to the store and be like, I'm going to spend two or 300 bucks on something just willy nilly, you know? And that's not even like a lot of money, but just a, in addition, like 50 bucks for four months. It's like, you're yeah. going to have four months. If, every month, $50 is not that bad for like this $200 no. item. And that that's been it's been really cool because I've, I've noticed like a big rise in that kind of stuff like zip pay, quad pay, Klarna, mm-hmm. shop pay, like all these new, even PayPal's doing it. But first, that one's a little bit harder to use. But they, with that happening, I think it's, it's people able to make more expensive purchases because they can space it out. Yeah, and absolutely. Four, four payments of fifty bucks is not hard to make. No, like, I mean, imagine, imagine us getting the collector's edition of like Elden Ring and then like they were, the place we bought it from was like, would you like to split your payment up into like four payments? And it's just like, um, dude, yeah, like everybody would be getting collector's edition. Think about it. It's like, give me the helmet. Like, give me, give me the most expensive one. Cause then you realize it's like, just, you're going to give them what, like 60 bucks a month. So it's just like, to, to me, that's like. That's not a whole lot to me, like just What's in like, my situation. So like, when I bought for, that Ornstein, Ornstein statue, you know, that was I I had I had a whole year to pay that off. I paid like mm-hmm. sixty bucks a month for a year to afford that ridiculous statue, which I I'm not mad that I own it. It's one of my, it is my favorite piece. Him and Solaire, those are my two favorite collectibles I have, mm-hmm. and I'm glad that I have them. But they were. A lot more money than I care to admit that I spent on a statue that sits in my well, house. That's that's the thing. Is like this. This is a hundred dollar mask. Yeah. But like, I feel like where that might be like, man, that's ridiculous. And because especially to someone who doesn't even know what this is, the significance of this is more important to me than they they realize. But yeah. like, what's what's interesting, just despite it being a hundred dollars, is twenty five dollars a month. Yeah. So twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. That's what I tell people about those statues. I'm like, yeah, they're, it's a $800 statue. It's like, really? I was like, yeah, but I paid for it over a year. Like, I had nine or 12 months to pay for it. So I really didn't right. pay. I, I paid on it forever. And then I had to wait two years to get it. Mm-hmm. You know, I waited on that thing forever. 
it was at Christmas when that thing showed up. So it's like, Sarah and I were just talking about it. It's like, I don't want to be a materialistic person. And I try not to be so far as like, I want this. Give me that. I need this. Give me that. But the things that I do have, the things that I love, that I, there are a handful of things that I'm like, I'm fucking glad I have that. Like, not many people have one of these. Like, this is really cool to have. I'm okay with having that feeling. That's like, like, for me, it's a dangerous teetering road. But um, I think that, like, if I'm responsible, there, there's there's certain things, like, uh, I think people can easily lose themselves. And and they'll start to sure. be like, like, there's a lot of things that I'm passionate about or that I'm yeah. interested in that it's almost like I'll have to pick. Well, I'll pick I'll pick and decide things around it like for like for example I started uh I bought like on Apple TV um the first two seasons of the orig- like the original like 1986 Ninja Turtles cartoon. Yeah. I wanted Arbor to watch it cuz it's like those are the good Ninja Turtles cartoons like the the newer ones I'm not I'm not as big a fan of like the animation's cooler in like the late 80s ones. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's the ones with, like, the drip, drippy pizza and everything. The pizza oh, looks know. awesome. Um, <clears throat> so I, I was showing Arbor and everything, and I was just like, man, I wish I had my Ninja Turtles back home. Like, because I had, like, a, a bunch of Ninja Turtles, and, like, they're there. Like, I just don't know where they are. I and um, I was just thinking, like, oh, I want to look Ninja Turtle stuff up. I was like, I can't just buy Ninja Turtle stuff. Like, I want to. What? Like, now. Now I do. Like, it's like... Yeah. Kong stuff, King Kong stuff, Godzilla stuff. It's like I started getting into that because Arbor was into it. It's just like well, every I'll start to get yeah. on these crazy things, yeah. like where I'll just want collectibles. It's like now I want some Godzilla stuff. You know, it's like I don't even like I don't need any of it, but like I just want it. You want it. You want to like have a piece of your, I guess, like you know, something that just like makes you feel like it's like something you're interested in is almost like a diary of items, like in a way. Yeah. Like, well, but, but what's cool is, or what's, you know, the, you get into something, whether it's like Lord of the Rings or dark souls or disco Elysium or whatever, like your new obsession is, you know, cause we all, we, everybody goes through phases, whether it's a musical star or a movie or games or whatever. Is he? We have a possum. We named him Pawpaw. And he sometimes eats tra- our trash from outside. He'll get into our trash bins and shit. We have to shoo him away. Anyway, he's out there eating trash, apparently. <laughs> Damn it, Pawpaw. <laughs> Damn it, Pawpaw. But, you know, like, you go through a period where, like, you try to collect stuff that's, like you said, either based on or, like, adjacent to it. Like, I was hardcore into Dark Souls. When I bought those statues, and I was like, I really need these. I want these. I'm buying these. Like, and I bought them. Now, would I have made if if you asked me today if I'd buy those statues right now? Absolutely not. But I wanted them, and I bought them, and I'm not mad that I bought them. Like, I can honestly say, there there's a few things. There's more than a few things that I've bought that I can say the same thing about. But this mask and that Souls Arts book that I ordered is yeah. are not one of them. Like, I. I'm going to cherish these. Like, th- this is like I I like the purchases that you make. Though it's just like, man, I have to get that because like, that's something that like I can see myself not regretting me having. 
like there's a lot of things that you'll you have bought before where you you can look back and be like man like that fallout 4 uh limited edition strategy guide book it's like it's taken up a lot of room on the bookshelf i don't really yeah. want it i don't need it i didn't need it at the time yeah but like it seems cool gotta, to none. yeah i've got the the guides i mean they, i don't think they make those strategy guides anymore the hard covers i can't find mm-hmm. any new ones but the ones that i still have and I have like Dark Souls two and three. I have the the Skyrim one. I have The Witcher. You know, never get um, Tune and Fairweather that's doing the Soul Arts book. Did you get their the, You Died book? I didn't. I didn't get it yet. I mean, you can still buy it now. No, I just didn't know if you um you I were didn't. charged like okay, so that because like I, I was looking at it, it looks it looks awesome too. You know, I was like, man, yeah. I don't want to have I don't want to have two giant books. Like I feel like Soul Arts will be enough. Well, see, I got really into, like, the Norse stuff a little bit a while back. Like, cause I, I did, like, a 23andMe and found out, like, most of my family's from, like, Britain, Ireland, Norway area. So I started, like, looking into, like, some of the folklore from around there. And the site Grimfrost, they, they supplied, like, the Viking show with, like, their authentic stuff. And they had some cool books on, like, the Norse gods, and they had a book called The Vasin, which is about, like, the mythical creatures and stuff. And they had all these other books on, like, like this cool, like, thing about, like, Ragnarok called, like, Fall of Gods and stuff. And so I bought, like, a bunch of this stuff, and I have it. They're really cool, like, awesome books. And I think they have one about the undead. They're, like, these cool leather-bound books that, like, have these really cool illustrations. And, like, like I said, would I have bought it now? Probably not. But now that I have them, I'm really glad that I have them. I think they're really cool. Yeah, I think. I think it's just um. Everyone has like a specific type type of like, I guess like. Desire to have like I guess some type of. Something or another. So like, for me and you, I think. It it doesn't necessarily have to be called like a materialistic thing. It's 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 yeah. more like a, it's not a, done in a materialistic sense. It's more just like, well, this is something I'm passionate about, and I I want to own stuff that makes me feel closer to the stuff that I care about. If anybody ever was around, and then it's like they kind of have like a, they kind of have like I said like a just a diary of you. Like it's almost like this is this is who you are based on your items. Yeah. And I, it's kind of cool. It's, yeah. Regardless of like, even if it, some people might say, well, like, you're just wasting your money. You're just, it's well, maybe, you know, maybe, maybe yeah, this mask will be valuable someday. I don't know. Well, even know. if it's, even if it's not like I didn't buy the stuff I bought for a material, like for a material dollar amount. Like I bought it because I liked it. I'm not planning on selling anything that I have, you know, even, even like, you know, I found that beanie baby that's worth five hundred dollars. Like, I'm not selling that. It's my beanie baby. Like, you know, I don't care that it's an expensive beanie baby. I just think it's cool to have one. You know, and I'm okay with just having it and having the knowledge that I have a weird defective beanie baby that's worth a lot of money. Cool. All right, it's not a lot of money, but it's more money than I ever thought a beanie baby would be worth. It's like, yeah. I don't I don't want to get rid of my collector stuff. Like I have a hard enough time getting rid of like old t-shirts and stuff, much less like selling collectors items that were important to me. Just though like 
I don't know if you do this, and I don't know if this could be tied to like a parent, parent like trait, or if this is just maybe the age that we are like right now. But like every every time, you know, I know our schedules are different too, like with with what we're doing. But like for for me, the weekend is when I'm not working and yeah. I'm home, and so like when I am not like doing parent stuff and I'm just on my phone and I have like a minute, like I, I have this weird like calling. Like and sometimes I'll resist it because I'm like, nah, man, get away from me. But I'll have this weird calling where it's like, come on, just just go look at Amazon for this. Go look oh, at yeah. Etsy for this. Oh, like yeah. I'll get on all these. I'll get on all these like things and I'll like randomly the other day I was like, man, I just love Disco Elysium. <laughs> like and I'm just like, what else do they got? You know, like uh, let me see something. Like and I just like typed it on like Etsy and I was like looking at like all they have some cool stuff. Like yeah, I was just I like. I was just like, Sarah got know, like me why do I want, why do I want stuff? Like, you know, like it, it's saying, it seems materialistic, but it's just like, like we were talking about, it's like you, sometimes like you, you have to learn to like, when's this, when should I resist at this well, time? I, or, I've really started to buckle down on resisting those urges. Look at this. Like Sarah got me this handmade Lord of the Rings box. And inside awesome. it's like, even the smallest That's person can change the course of the future that's awesome it's all handmade like it's got obviously it's got stuff in it but like it's one of the coolest gifts i've ever gotten and it's like super nerdy it's right up my alley and i was like this is awesome and i would have never bought that for myself that was a father's day's gift a couple of years ago i was like this is incredible like i loved it because it's like it spoke to my nerdy little heart so hard yeah. i was like this is perfect yeah and see like but I've, I I've really, I've really started putting my foot down, like you said. Like I can't do that now, especially yeah, like, on like a, on like a payday when you factored out your bills and your savings and whatever else you're gonna do with your money. And you're like, we have X amount of dollars. Surely I can swipe it for this. Yeah. Like I can spend that money. And you're like, ah, but I shouldn't. Like I don't need to do that. I, I'm not going to do it. Like you, you have to like have that conversation. I think, like you said, it's part. It's that parent. I think it's a parent thing too, where it's like, I have responsibilities now where I can't just like eat ramen for a week. I can't do that. Kind of compare it to the same feeling I get like where, you know, we've made it this thing. I don't know why, you know, I do this to myself. It's almost just like, this is our, this is our way to go some, do something. But like, we'll just go, you know, to Hobby Lobby or like TJ Maxx or something, just like look around window shop places. Like, and it's like, I'm not buying anything necessarily. I'm just, I'm just there like looking around. And like, yeah. I feel like that's just basically what I do on my phone sometimes. Like when I go to like these sites and I'm just like, man, just like show me like, show me Disco Elysium stuff to like, show me like, you know, Dark Soul stuff. Like I'll see the stuff I want. Like there's a ton of stuff. If I just had all the money in the world, yeah. friend, I would be like, there were so many like things I would just random things like, oh, this is a Solaire hoodie. I'm gonna get this. Like it looks like yeah. I'm wearing a Solaire outfit. You know, like things like that. You're just like, man, I'd like it, but I'd like it as a gift. I don't want to have to buy it. Yeah, you I know, really. Like, I got on Book TikTok the other day, and like some, I saw this guy making recommendations of like, if you like this series, then you'll like this one. And it was books that I'd read, so I was like, okay, I'm gonna are like games. There was, he was doing like, if you like this game, you'll like this book. I started watching them, and I was like, man. I'd really like to start reading again because I haven't read. I read like one book last year, and that's not like me. But the last couple of years, I just haven't had time to read anything. 
I'd like to start doing it again. I was like, well, maybe I should get out of my wheelhouse a little bit and read some books that aren't just the same shit I always read. So I was taking all these like on Amazon. He'd, he'd say a book and I was like, that sounds interesting. I'd read the blurb about it, read it, like see what the reviews were like, not even read the reviews to see what the star level was. If there was a, like four or five star book that he recommended, I was like, I'm going to put it on this list. And I was looking at them today and I was like, I should buy a couple of these. I'm like, dude, you have so many books that you haven't read. Like you don't need to buy anything else, but you just get that urge to like, <sighs> I could swipe it. I have good for it. Like it's literally not going to affect anything for me to buy a $15 book. I'd be like, no, that's, that's no. I think like the hardest thing is like when you, cause like you end up not just like thinking for, okay, well I'm good for like a week or two. Yeah. Like it's just like you, the, the the whole goal could be like saving for like a couple years. It's like, well, if your goal is saving for years, it's like you're you're now spending money. It's like you're, it, it's a struggle to where it's like your goals can kind of conflict with each other. It's like you're you're wanting all these things to kind of almost escape from the norm. It's like sometimes yeah. buying an item, buying a new collectible can be like this like exciting feeling. It's like I'm breaking the mold a little bit. Like I'm doing some, like I'm excited for the soul arts book to come. It's yeah. one of the things I can look forward to, but it it was only really created because I didn't need it. It was just like some way to kind of like get me something to look forward to the other than the norm. Like, yeah. whereas like if you ordered something, I mean, we're all waiting for like Elden Ring to come out. Well, yeah. I mean, it's that's, something, that's it, the it's next one, big thing. It's something that you and I can look forward to. Josh is excited about it. We're, like we're all going to be like ready to play it, you know, like, but it, there's a there's only a few things like that unless you make them for yourself. Yeah, you have and to get. Accept, I think as a parent, especially because all all your like focus and attention goes towards your kids. I think those little small things that like you get excited when something delivers from Amazon, even if it's nothing exciting. Yeah, it's it like, oh, cool. be like a my, tiny little thing, but it's like yeah, it finally came. It feels yeah. cool to get a little package, and it's for me. Yeah, even if it's like CPAP parts or like batteries or something stupid, yeah. it's like, yes, it's here, it's mine, I got this. And, uh, but yeah, I mean, like, you know, like you were saying too, I think Elden Ring's my next, like, because it's collector's edition, it's like a decently, it's not a huge purchase, but it's it's a bigger purchase than I would normally make. It'd be fun and opening it up and like getting the, the statue and the book and everything, like and the soundtrack like, comes. And the best part about this is like you get that you like the first thing you do, you pop the disc out, you put it in your console, and while it's installing, you start putting like the statue together and looking through the art book and like the that plastic <laughs> smell you get and you're like super hype. You're like, I'm about to play this game finally. I read online today too. And we'll wrap it up here in just a minute. Um Well you, you read online, you know, like pe- people were bitching because they're saying Elden Ring might be a little bit easier than Dark Souls. And I'm like, is that a bad thing, really? Like, Dark- did, you, did you see what they're? This is what like is genius from 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 software. Like, this is what's genius is like they've literally. I think what they've done is like make a culmination of everything good that they've done so far. But what besides the with the difficulty aspect, I think all that they've done. And this is what's pit, like pissing people off is like that they've made it to where. You can use sleep arrows. You can do. You can use your horse and stuff to do things that ne- people that want that the original challenge or, or want a, a harder difficulty can do it that way. 
but you don't have to do it that way. If you're if you're a casual player and you're coming in and you're weak and you're pathetic and you want to go for like a pathetic route or something like that, like yeah. and you you take the easy way out on everything. Like they give you that option. It doesn't mean it's yeah. an, it's an easier game. It's just like the options weren't there with some of the other titles. Like no, on, on Dark Souls like, you had there's one way to beat the boss, that's to get its health bar down. There's mm-hmm. no being sneaky, there's no I mean there's different tactics you can use, but at the end of the day, like dodge, block, attack, don't die, get lucky, win. Like that's what Dark I've, Souls is boils down to. I feel confident enough and I don't know when I'm sure like all of us like I know you you may have not played anything like like that kind of game in a in a while, but like I've been playing Demon Souls every time I every chance I can play something or have the energy to. And it's a you know it's one of those things where like you can pick it up again really quickly, like if you if you've taken a break for a while. And um I trust our abilities to you know, pick up Elden Ring and just be like, oh man, you know we can do it the, the at least the average way. I don't I don't think that we're gonna be some of those people that have to like sleep every enemy and like use the easiest methods and everything like that. But like I think it is cool that like it gives you such a a wider like array of avenues, I guess. You know, like I I think people to get upset at that it's kind of silly because it's like, it, why you're you're getting upset at like diversity in the gameplay? You're getting think, upset at like, yeah. It really extends the replayability and longevity of a game like that because one reason I haven't really revisited Dark Souls lately, like I know we talked about doing the playthroughs, but just time gets away from you. I just to try to play a different playstyle takes that nostalgia away from me at this point, and like dark they are difficult like they're not they're not difficult the way people like to make them out to be but they're still stressful time-consuming games that like can be tedious at some points and i just haven't felt putting myself through that because i know that Elden ring is coming it's a new experience that i'm going to deal with and i'm excited for it and i'm i want to go into that not being frustrated from dark souls already like i want to go into it like with the excitement i had of dark souls 3 and Dark Souls 2, and the Demon Souls remake. Like, I want to be excited. I want to hop on there, like, just binge it. The first night I can, binge it as long as I can, and just have a great, all of us get on there and play and fest. And, you know, what, what I think is like crazy though is like, I'm like so hyped and everything. And like, I think all of us are, but like, I feel like it's probably going to end up being like, it's a bad day. You know, Lori's in a bad mood or something. I, I don't, I can't play. Like I installed it and it's like oh, going to bed. Like, who knows what can happen? It could be like the the worst. Like it could be a great situation. Like everybody's like, oh yeah, yeah, you get your time and everyone's asleep. It's yeah. like I play for like four hours into the night. You know, like I just don't feel like it's gonna be this. I, I want it to be, but I have be a bad feeling. My luck is that it's gonna be like it's like oh man, this is a ter- this is the worst day it could have been. The well, worst be, day it could have been. Be optimistic. <laughs> Well, I'm curious to see what throwbacks they have, if they have any to the Dark Souls stuff. And, I, you know, at this point in my gaming career, if it is easier, like, I saw they said there's about 30 hours of gameplay if you play through the main quest, which is I think is plenty, because I know that if you go off the main storyline, I don't know if there's other stories or just a lot of, I know there's going to be a lot of exploration, which I think will be really cool, 
And I think that'll you know be... How, you know how they go. Like, I mean, yeah. pe- people were upset about that, too. I saw it's like, man, 30 hours. I'm like, you're, you're just saying it. You don't even understand. That you sound like people that didn't play their games before. Because, like, to me, like, yeah, people you can play through the main story of Dark Souls, like, really quick, too. Yeah, about 20 hours if you just bulldog straight through and you know the bosses. Like, yeah, pe- the, the Dark Souls community, as fun as it can be, are also some annoying motherfuckers. They have this elitist attitude. And it's like, listen... Just because everybody else in the world thinks Dark Souls is the hardest game, it's it's not. It's really not, and you need to get off your high horse a little bit. Right. Like, like I, I know it's some of the shit these guys do is very impressive. I'm not knocking it. And it, it, it is it is difficult the first time you play like any of the From playthroughs with, like, cursed, like, hands of God and stuff. Like, it's like, yeah. These people, like, like, some people are getting, we're getting upset. It's like, oh, this is going to be so easy, you know? It's like, so they're making like a a way to make it even more difficult on themselves. Like there's gonna be and, mods to make it even more difficult for themselves. And, I'm like, and good, good for, for you, people. dude. Yeah, good like that's like, not. If you want to make it more difficult, I have I have no qualms with that. I always wish that Dark Souls, and I, I don't wish it because I like the way Dark Souls is, but it would have been nice if they had like a normal mode and a hardcore mode, to where if you yeah. wanted to really crank it up and make it punishing, like. That be it offers like a kind of a different experience, like the bo- different weapons and different bo- drops. Like that'd be cool to have like a harder difficulty level. Like I feel like, you know, from software. Like I'm, of course, I'm excited to play the game, but I think what makes it so much more appealing to me is because of how like I'm a very like imaginative person, so like I can get sucked into like just lore like yeah. just the complete just the details that they can have like how they yeah. finally craft these like backstories and stuff and like just like uh, an item you're you're examining like a stone or something and you're just like it's got this paragraph of like this backstory and it's like there's there, it ties to another object and you're just like what's this come from and you can find like the origin of like that lord that owned this item and it's just like they can connect them together to other like like, it's did you crazy. know that Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 are actually very connected? Like, the, I was reading some, like, lore stuff where it was like, oh, my God. Like, I didn't even know that. Like, it was just insane. Like, to this day, I never really thought about it. Like, yeah, a lot of the things, like, I knew that there were Lord Souls and stuff with 2, but I didn't realize that, like, some of the stuff, like, all these periodic times, like, all these convoluted times, it's really just, like, it's almost like Miyazaki's way of, like saying like everything is like a part of the same thing like you understand that like it's it's like like everything is a multiverse like it's all they they all could come across each other you know like it's some i I can't wait to see if they do anything like like some kind of like callback like you said or like or a a reference like all the references that come into elden ring because like it's just going to give me chills to see something like if they do something really cool this is like what we kind of thought Dark Souls could be someday. Like, we were just like, man, imagine Dark Souls if it was like you could just explore anything. Like, you could just, like, traverse, like, up vertically also. Vertically, like, and, you know. It's exciting. I I feel like, you know, once we get towards at least, like, February, which is, wait, that's next time. Next week. I feel like we should do, like, some kind of, like, even if we don't make it the main topic, we should do, like, a countdown or something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Well, we have one more episode, or we'll probably have, this will come out the first weekend of February. We'll probably have one more episode before Elden Ring drops, and then the next episode will cover that. 
So two episodes from now will probably be an Elden Ring episode. I would crazy? think two or three. Yeah. So that's nuts. Be ready for that. But yeah, I mean, like I know we kind of just kind of bounced back and forth on some topics there, but I think we had some good conversation. So we didn't really have a definite pop culture topic. And of course we got started on Dark Souls and Elden Ring. So apologies if you're sick of hearing about Elden Ring, but that's, that's the I'm exciting. So sorry about that. Go watch Dexter and the new blood. It's very yeah. good. Go wa- also go watch archive 81 on Netflix, or I believe it's a podcast too. So either go find, if you like podcasts better than TV shows, listen to the podcast as well. Um, that's what I've been doing. Dungeons and Daddies new new podcast season just started. I think none of the D and D podcast. There's new seasons about to start. That Critical Role, uh, that the YouTube podcast or the YouTube stream that they do the the actual play. Their their first campaign is is a show on Amazon Prime now. Oh yeah, it okay. came out today. It came out today, which looks really cool. Sarah and I are gonna check um, it out. Just a quick. Um, not a shout out, but Lord of the Rings, the new Amazon show. Can we? We're gonna have to talk about that soon. We're gonna have to yeah. talk about that really soon because yeah, hype. The hype is real. The hype the is more, real. The more I hear about, it, the more excited I get. So like, I'm, we, we I'm were very, talking about I'm wedding, very nervous. Wet wedding bands is something we were talking about, and Lori sent me a picture um today for a wedding band that looked just like the Ring of Power, and I was just like, that's the one I want. I need that. And she was like, "Do you want anything engraved on it?" And I was really tempted to just like <laughs> be like the One Ring. The, like, and I was like, can, can you imagine like the power I would feel putting that on? It'd feel really good. But yeah, so we uh we don't have topics picked out for next time, of course. Um, hopefully we'll get something more concrete. We'll we'll get with Josh. Josh was out, so kind of threw a little monkey wrench in our plans tonight. So I think we should but, talk about uh, Valentine's Day. Like yeah, to, okay. to, to from a man's perspective or from yeah, a dad's perspective. We'll talk about Valentine's Day both from a dad's perspective and from a spouse's perspective. And then for pop culture, we'll kind of leave that open until we get a chance to discuss with Josh. And uh, on that note, if you don't have anything else to add, I think there's one thing left to do. Men. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, later daddy. Later. Dad Souls is Andrew Rink, Trevor Rao, and Josh Mayers. Our intro and outro song, Praise the Synth, has been provided by Neon Drift. Links to Neon Drift can be found in the podcast description. Thank you for listening. If only I could be so grossly incandescent.